Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. I am Fred. You can email us at uh, sportsfred at aol.com, aol.com. And, of course, uh, we're with you every week talking about this, that, and uh, anything else in sports, uh, along with uh, Art Source of Galaxy Sports, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. And, Art, it's cold in Pennsylvania, no? Oh, boy, I'll tell you, we have a little bit of a a return to winter, kind of. It was really chilly with a north wind. I guess they're going to get snow a little bit north of here in upstate New York and Vermont and New Hampshire. You know, um, a couple hours ago, we're taping this at about uh, almost 4 o'clock Pacific Daylight Time on Thursday of this week, folks, uh, April 15th, Jackie Robinson Day, of course. Uh, so uh, if you hear something that has already happened, it's because we've taped it on Thursday. Um I heard a, a question, a trivia question, sort of today that I did not know, and this is to me, it's rather interesting. Um, Dwayne Kuyper, the fine uh, play-by-play guy for the Giants, you've heard him many times, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Huntington Beach High School, second baseman. I played against him. He only hit one home run in his major league career. It was against another play-by-play announcer and color commentator. Who might it have been? It- is it the Giants, the, the Giants reliever? Mm. I mean, the Giants broadcaster? No, uh, no, no. It's not. Uh, how about cr- the, the, it's not, it's not, it's the, late, uh, the late White Sox broadcaster? Who'd you just say? Ed Farmer. No, he's still, he's still broadcasting this guy. Oh, okay. It's not, Ma- it's not, it's not Mike, Mike Kruko, the Giant announcer, uh, but it is a fine major league, really one more than 100 games. He won. He won. Well, I'm gonna a, have to go with Oral Hershiser, maybe. <laughs> not Oral Hershiser. This guy won. This guy won uh, Cy Young once. Wow. Any, any you got me on that one, Fred. Third most wins for any Jewish pitcher. Steve Stone oh. of the White Sox, formerly the Cubbies, actually. Tony, the, the, the Cy Young Award winner with the Orioles back in the. Early eighties, yeah. Uh, he actually gave up the only home run to Dwayne Kuyper. Folks, see on this show we talk about anything right here. Believe sports business, <laughs> uh, sports media, because uh, I, I look at I've, I've I've heard Kuyper for how many years? I've heard Stone yeah. for how many years? I did not know that uh, fact. Baseball is fun of uh, is full of facts that uh, some are important, some are not. Let's get something important. I think um, USC basketball was not hit with probation over uh, Tony Bland's thing of a couple of years ago. If Truman's right, and I think he was, the buck stops here, how come nothing happened to USC basketball? They got fined of $5,000 and a few other extra bucks. But, I mean, they are not uh, eliminated uh, in any way from the tournament. Uh, I don't know what you know about that, but you went to USC, so you might have some, you might have some inside information, Art Source. Uh, what do you think it might... What was what well, was the I reason? The NCAA laid low for a little while based on the basketball investigation because of what they did to the football program. I think uh, you know they kind of they kind of wound up hurting themselves in a lot of ways in hurting a very important part of the puzzle, which is the Pacific Twelve Conference. And you know I've noticed that you know I looked at the University of Arizona; they're letting these schools actually mandate to themselves what they want to do 
Like, you know, LSU put themselves on probation and wound up winning, what, three games last year? <laughs> I mean, it, it just seems as though some schools seem to get away with things and other schools don't, and I don't think they really thought that SD basketball was going to do what they did in the last couple of years. So basically you're saying that Jerry Tarkanian was right by saying they'll go after the Long Beach States and the UNLVs at a time, but they won't go after the UCLAs and the USCs. Yeah, well, I mean, I just it just seems to me, you know, there's there so many things that have gone on at Alabama and Auburn and a lot of these bigger universities. I mean, for what they did to the University of Southern California in football, I mean, they basically took a really, really good traditional football program, and, you know, they really hurt them. They hurt them to the point where they're still not all the way back. So, I mean, that's that's my view on that, but... You know, having had a relationship with Jerry, he was good friends with my father. Um, Jerry really felt that they had a vendetta, a vendetta against him personally. And, and I kind of agree with him after I look at the real stats of what was going on nationwide. You know, whether it be Sam Gilbert, whether it be Kentucky in those days, the big schools. I mean, Georgia Tech, Bobby Kremens, they were giving away money. North Carolina, same thing. You know, it, it, it just it just doesn't seem to be a equal footing, a, a uh, you know a uh, <laughs> it's 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 very individualized, is what I'm saying. You just talked about giving away money. Aaron Rodgers is giving away thousands on Jeopardy. Uh, he'll finish tomorrow, Friday of his two weeks. I think he's going to get the job. It's going to be tough because, again, I've been on five game shows, and what they usually, not on Jeopardy, but on five game shows, but they usually tape five shows in a day. So maybe they could tape, uh, uh, and usually once a week. So, but well, On his case, day off, maybe like on a Tuesday or something like that? Yeah, but again, you know, he's probably studying the next week's team and things like this on his day off and you know, flying Fred, back and forth. If he play any other position, I would probably agree with you that he could get it done. But I don't think an NFL quarterback – with everything that he has to study and how compressed everything is, especially in a, in a situation that we're in right now, I, I don't see it being effective. I mean, uh, you know, I think he's done an excellent job hosting Jeopardy, but I would think, you know, for the next couple of years, they might want to go with him in the off season and maybe, you know, some guest, some guest hosts. And then, you know, if they really want, Aaron, in the future, when he retires, that would be ideal. I do know the executive producer really is infatuated by his work. Well, Mike Richards also co-hosted that, hosted that, and I think he's the second best that I've seen, Rogers being number one. So maybe Richards will do it for a time. But let me just give you an idea. So they tape usually once a week. Let's say tonight they say you have the job. All right, so in May, instead of taping once a week five shows, they tape two or three times a week, five shows. So let's say two times a week until the middle of July. So they've got a lot of shows in the can, and then only he's got to have to worry about the second half of the NFL season. The first half will already be taken care of. So I think there's an opportunity. I think there's a chance they're going to work out something. And, and Rodgers, of course, he's got a major league ego. He's going to think he can do it. I don't know if the Packers would be happy with him doing it. But again, I, folks, if you get a chance... Uh, uh, locally in Southern California, it's on at 7 o'clock on KBC7. But it, anywhere you're listening, it's syndicated across America. And I, th- I just think Aaron's done a tremendous job, and he went to Cal for well, a, b- a, a bit of time. 
guy, Fred. I mean, this guy's a Cal graduate. I mean, you don't get into the University of California, Berkeley, by being a poor student, that's for sure. Not like where I went to school, you know. <laughs> they, they probably don't pay as much either. I, or, I don't uh, think they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I, I just have that rare feeling. All right, let's talk about uh, good news, bad news. Good news on Wednesday night. We all saw, a lot of us saw, uh, Kenley Jansen uh, strike out the side in the ninth inning, beating Colorado one more time. That's the good news. The bad news, you're watching on television, but half the people at Dodger Stadium were without masks. Our source, look, I don't care if they've taken the shots or not taken the shots. The shots are not foolproof. The shots don't guarantee that you're not going to get it, and the shots do not guarantee that you can't spread it. Yet, let's say half the people or 40% of the people that I viewed last night were not wearing masks as the Dodgers were winning that game. Brad, let, me, let me tell you what I just got done watching on ABC Nightly News, which you're going to get to see in a couple hours. Right. Um, 90% of the people, the hospitals are 90% full in, in Michigan. They're having a huge, huge fourth you know, round of this thing. And... Uh, you know, you just don't know what's really going on. I don't know where you can go to get the real truth on this. Fauci was in front of uh, a Congress today, and he was asked a question, you know, at what point does, do we get to the point where, you know, herd immunity actually kicks in? He never answered the question. He, he's getting real good at not answering questions. Um, he's very much a politician. But I would like to know if there was a place where you can actually go to get the real, true facts and figures. Because I think it's so politically divided, right and left, that I, that I think you have blue states that want to completely shut down again, and I think you have red states that want to get wide open. And somewhere in the middle, like everything in life, is where compromise lies. And that's where I think the cooler heads and the intelligence lies as well. See, I, I don't even... It is political, but that, to me, that's not the problem. My problem is... Science. They, science has not shown me that these shots work 100% or 98% or 72%. Well, the efficacy is, is continually going down. There's no doubt about that. Right. I mean, the Chinese come up with this theory here. I read the other day where their tests are 50%, you know, efficacy. So they're going to give you two shots of it. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> that doesn't really work out. You're a, you're a bad major. You know what I'm saying. Here. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, and that's and that's the point. Again, I'm going to say this, folks. If you're if you're under fifty, you're not going to know. Under sixty, you're not going to know this. But in the mid 1950s, Jonas Salk came out with the polio vaccine. That was great. A lot of people were getting polio. Point is, uh, he gave live virus. Some people came down from the shot, came down with polio. A couple years later. Albert Sabin came out with the dead virus, and very, very few people have ever come down uh, with uh, polio from the shot. My point is we've rushed this to a point, because it was so political, I can't feel or any sense of uh, uh, assurance that uh, uh, any of these shots are definitely going to do anything versus, uh, you know, it's better well, to you take know, them, not take really them. be interesting, Fred, as, as we get further down the road here and we look back at the other potential, you know, offsetting problems that came from COVID. You're, you're finding, you know, that older people, you know, there's more and more lung transplants being done right now, especially down in Baltimore. I read about that. 
you know, we're really not going to know the true ramifications of this until we get probably four or five years down the road to see what the, the you know, the, the alternate problems that arrived from the actual virus has caused. And, and you know what else nobody wants to talk about? Nobody wants to talk about the fact that people have been locked up for, for 15, 16 months, and you're getting a lot of suicides, you're getting a lot of depression, you're getting a lot of problems, ancillary problems, that come along with this, this pandemic. You know, we haven't talked much about the National Hockey League right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. This is not necessarily Southern California, but it could, could as easily be Southern California. Connor McDavid of Edmonton, the Oilers, on, uh, again, uh, his uh, game against the Canucks, that's, uh, of course, been canceled. The Canucks have not played in a couple of weeks. He said, and I think he's 100% right, health and safety is everyone's first priority. Is it really everyone's uh, first priority? I don't think so, Fred. Fred, it's, it's like we've talked about for a year and a half. Um, bottom line is, you've got these sports leagues. They have they have these you know these these incredible incredible venues, and it comes down to, to G R E E D, and that's just the reality of it all. I mean, I think that the NCAA got really lucky with both the women's tournament in San Antonio and the men's tournament in somewhat of a bubble in the Indianapolis area. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm watching baseball teams having, having to have these alternate site guys get called up. Um, you know, you're going to see an awful lot of doubleheaders. And, you know, I, I just, I wonder, I, I really wonder, like you said, you know, in the long run, what's going to happen three, four, five years from now when we find out that all these little offshoots and, and, and different diseases have sprung up because of this, or maybe we won't. I mean, it's just... Like you said, it's, it's science, but the scientists seem to be talking with forked tongues. I agree with you 100%. All right, tonight, and again, folks, we're taping this uh, right now. It's 4.08 uh, Pacific Daylight Time on Thursday in about uh, three hours. Uh, the Lakers play the Celtics at the Staples Center with a few thousand fans there. You're going to have to show that you've taken both uh, uh, vaccination shots or you're going to have to show that uh, – uh, you've just taken a test for the virus. How many foot percentage of people you think tonight will be wearing masks at the Staples Center? Folks, that's indoors. Dodger Stadium, at least, is outdoors. This is indoors. Art, take it away. I, I honestly believe you've got to be, if you're in, a, in an indoor setting like that, you need to have your mask on. Now, obviously, there's going to be people who are going to be eating popcorn and having a hot dog or in Staples Center, you know, if you're down in the real nice, expensive seats. You know, they have the people come along and serve drinks and things like that. So, I mean, you know, there's going to be, there's definitely going to be, you know, examples of the people not wearing it. But, uh, you know, indoor venues to me are still a little scary, especially if you've got thousands of people there. But, you know, here's what's really amazing. Maybe they know something we don't know in Buffalo. But in Buffalo, New York, yep. based on everything I read, uh, they're, gonna, they're planning on in, in late August in their yep. preseason game. Yep. having a full crowd at the game right and you're going to need to have you're going to need to have proof that you got the uh, the vaccination or you don't get in that's pretty bizarre if you think about it no that's the same thing that happened tonight they're going to check you before you get in uh, you're going to have to have taken the vaccination or have been t- tested within the last 72 hours for the illness so they're doing that tonight but but they're not uh, filling uh, the staples center i think what 3000 
uh, will be allowed or some number like that. And also, they're not going to allow any food where you're sitting. You're going to be eating somewhere else. So I don't oh. know how many hot dogs they're going to sell. But the point is, that means if people don't have their mask, they can't even use the excuse that they're eating. Because if you're watching them, they're sitting in their seat and they can't have food there. They don't allow any uh, uh, anything from the outside in. And it's going to be a, a, a touchless situation. I don't know how it's going to work, but you cannot eat where you're sitting. All right, I don't know how you're going to enjoy a game because most people go there. They enjoy the game, but they're going to have that one Dodger dog if they go to Dodger Stadium and maybe the one something or another at the Staples Center. What do you think? I mean, you're not going to be allowed to eat there. So if they take the mask off, they're telling you, blank off. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's... <laughs> It's a very perplexing situation, Fred, and, you know, I I just think they're they're kind of rushing the ball down the field a little bit here. You know, I think there's enough time, you know, when the weather gets better. California's made such a great comeback in the entire West from where they were, you know, almost a year ago. And, you know, and, and here in Pennsylvania, things are happening in a very negative way, you know, and... I I just pray and hope that uh, somewhere along the line, you know, the transparency of, of what's going on, you know, lives up to what I hope that these leaders project. I mean, you just don't know. And, I mean, it's just so frustrating to hear one expert say one thing and another expert say another thing. And there's so many mixed messages in this whole process that it's very difficult to get a true, true answer. Art, uh, stay warm. Folks, as we go off uh, uh, this week's uh, rendition of Believe Sports Business, Sports Media, by the way, you can also hear it soon on Pod Clips, maybe even this week's edition. You'll be able to hear it soon on Pod Clips, as well as uh, Believe in all the apps. Uh, I have to say one thing. As bad as the pandemic has been, the billing office at AT&T is worse. <laughs> Sometime I'll tell you the story that you will not believe, but I've told you bits and pieces, folks. AT&T either is trying to drive everybody to kill themselves or they're just stupid. And I'm not sure. And I think it might be a combination of both. Scott, thank you for putting this podcast together because I cannot do anything uh, computerized. Art, thank you. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Overnight America. And, folks, we'll see you in about uh, 168 hours minus about 20 minutes right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.